0: Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. Strike. In the jungle, we unite and up. Strike. Tripping orange and black and white all day when we fight. Live and die in these stripes, uh. Now who got to move rocking on? Now who want to move close and on? Now who want to move bottom? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rockin'. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, we fought yeah, Like that black and orange or
1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Huda Joe. With me are my lovely co-host Derek Davis aka Orange Can Titty Guy and we also have my other co-host Porkchop aka Mr. Four Loco and former co-host our wonderful guest Mr. Travis from the Burger Up podcast. How are we gentlemen?
2: Oh, we're fucking electric. Oh, God, it's great to see your guys' faces. I tell wow. you what, it's great
1: to work. I've you never been on a player. whole episode
2: with you yet. I jumped in to talk shit about the helmets with you because the taste was just killing me. Yeah, so I'm excited to have a whole episode with you here. I'm pretty
3: stoked too. As a matter of fact, that's why I'm sitting down. If I stand up, the show's gonna go rated R. <laughs> Hell yeah, well,
1: that's how excited that I am. I'd ask you what you were drinking, Travis, but I just saw. Uh, getting the fireball to get things rolling. And I just no saw in the, do that. in the background, we have the very talented, the very intelligent, the wonderful Joe Goodberry. Uh, here's the brains of the operation. Here we yeah. go. That's a nice hat you got, on, Joe. How are you? Oh,
4: that's a nice hat you have, Joe.
1: Oh, hey. oh, thank you. Thank you for noticing.
3: That's a nice hat I got, too. Uh, but my hat, Joe, is on the way. I thought maybe you could pull some strings and get it special delivered while we're on the show here, and I will put it on.
4: Well, they're all in Cincinnati. So I, uh, well, except for I'm a few I have for, for giveaways.
3: I'm in Cincinnati. I ordered the thing. Where's it at?
4: <laughs> Usually they're pretty quick. I don't know. God
3: dang
2: it. We're well, seven to that. 10 yeah. business days. We got to tell all the customers that you guys <laughs> just got to relax. We'll get it to you. Lord have mercy.
3: Hey, the way my luck goes, they're going to, uh, my ring doorbell is going to go off right when we end the show.
1: Mm. And look and look at this. Me and Derek showing both your skews. Skews? Skews. Uh mm-hmm. if you guys haven't seen these on the the underside of the brim, uh they're super awesome. I'm Re- really happy with feel. this. I think Travis just, is
4: looking. Travis is looking. You didn't see it. It's not, that's stuff.
3: crazy.
4: Yeah. That's Dome awesome. hats this is who makes them dome headwear. Find them on Twitter. They can do anything. So
3: you better that's get one before awesome. it's on, Travis.
4: And they will do anything. And if you don't have one yet, Rivertown Inquiry in Cincinnati is where you can find them. Yep. I will. for are plugging hats, man.
2: Oldschoolhats.com. Get all your boogered up hats, dude. Get there it is. Get heart mommy milkers, your mommy issues, <laughs> your boogered hat, your beer bitch, your bourbon bandit. Hey, um, that, that bourbon I mean, bandit sounds right up my alley. Are these man, all different fireworks? Steel blue. I, so I love this one just because it's black and white and it's... Really nice for all outfits, and I love the old English font. But the blue, uh, the the Bourbon Bandit's like a teal blue with white rope on it, and it is the most gorgeous hat. I we had to give it away for a giveaway, and we're waiting for some more to come in. But I can't wait to get that damn hat.
4: <laughs> so, what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, well, so I
1: go ahead. I want
5: to say first things first. I want to know, uh you know, what's everybody sipping on? Oh shit.
1: Come for,
3: on! four for love? Oh, I have—I I do have
4: a little in my Xbox fridge over here. Hang on, Mike. <laughs> zero,
3: man. It's a hot ass fucking day out, man. I'm sipping on some lemonade.
1: All right, Joe, what you got over there? Uh, not quite lemonade, but along those lines, I have a Ooh. summer shandy. Lightning, Linen- um, lightning, Linen- Linen- Joe,
3: you're that. a Ryan guy, guy. Did you try that lemon lemonade they got?
1: Eliminate, no, I, I I haven't seen it. I've looked around. The only things I get in Columbus are the, um, Ooh, a what's PBL. the pale well, little bat. Truth. The Ryan guys from- I see is Truth and Cheetah. That's like the only ones I ever see up here. Do
3: you walk across yeah. the street, Joe, and get that from your Canadian neighbor?
4: Uh, I could. If we were at <laughs> yeah. a different window, you could see Canada.
3: Yeah.
2: Travis, what you got? I've got a mountain of blues over here. There I've actually know. got three different beers in the house because I was doing some stuff. And then I almost brought, I still have, and you guys got to help me with the brand. I still have the uh, Bills and the Bengals beer that we got way back. Yes. I still have a can of that. And I almost bored that and started drinking that today. Mm.
4: What's the name? Who's got it?
2: That is, oh, I don't have it's,
5: it. It's killing me. We had it on the make, show. They also make yes. the, uh, the, one for the Lyman Academy.
4: Yeah, Bowline Line Masterminds.
5: Yeah. Uh, do I have to go get the beer? Yes, you probably might have to now. They're out of Dallas. There. Yep. The it name is, is. They're out of
3: What's Dallas, and the the they made a Cincinnati. All right, Central hold on, hold beer. on, hold He's on, gonna hold go on. get
5: it. He's gonna go get
3: it. <laughs>
4: and it's a good name too. That's why. It's yeah, it, fiddlehead. No. no
5: it's a fiddlehead.
4: Well, it's the uh, first time I've had my my Reds helmet over here in the background. Uh, Nice. That's, that's from nice. the uh, Field
1: of Dreams game. The creator's oh, awesome.
5: name. His name is Brian.
1: Yes. We have all the details, you. but the name of the thing <laughs> with the, the beer. <laughs> yeah. Brian, you're not
3: Burton you're not, you're not cheating here. with Google or anything. And his either. name is I Hop and
1: Sting. I tried brewery. to cheat. Hop and again. Sting. Got what is it. it. Hop and Sting Brewery. Hop and Sting Brewery.
5: brewery. Yeah. I got it before Travis got back. There you Damn go. It, I just get down here. <laughs> oh shit! Awesome. Uh, Those are beautiful too. That is awesome. Those are
2: really cool looking. I left two of them in the fridge, cold, and they're just sitting in the fridge waiting for a special time. Those yeah, lame like- dangles. Yeah, dude. This dude. Yeah, I'd that's better. awesome. When Speed Glenn love. comes
1: on, crack them both. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Both there you of go. Them. <laughs>
4: we need to embrace the Zubaz, man. I mean, it's Tiger Stripes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: man come on absolutely I, mean,
3: no zubaz.
5: Zubaz action going on. I was in uh, high
3: school when zubaz was an actual thing I, when it first came mm-hmm. out and
5: it's time to bring
4: it back
3: there you know, hey, they're believe. bringing everything back else back from when i was a kid
4: the next under-brim will be zubaz nobody steal it
3: awesome
1: uh, nobody's uh,
3: money now joe
1: nobody steal. so it. so one topic I, I know we we've talked about um, you know, the the three of us have talked on the show already about, but wanted to get your guys' take. There Did you guys the, tweet a link, I should retweet it. I'm a jerk. Um, you're right. The Corey Dillon interview in the Athletic. Um, anyone that is watching and didn't read about it, um, he used some very uh, blunt language that he thinks he belongs in the Ring of Honor, and uh, used some choice language and some fans didn't take that too well and now he's kind of been making the rounds on podcasts and it's like hey i you know i love the bengals fans and you know kind, kind of walking it back a little bit but uh, travis we'll start with you what what was your take on the interview first and you know now hearing him talk know, I saw a little
2: bit of bits and pieces of it, but I'm I'm curious to know your level of like how crazy the language was because I didn't get to see how crazy it was. Like what was the Um, craziness that it went in the
1: future? Well, it was more so was it Paul Daner? Um help me out for Paul Daner. Paul Daner teased it with the quote of write down every fucking word uh, yeah <laughs> that that was the toad that of was it. and <laughs> he was, did yeah
2: <laughs> okay yeah um i'm i'm pretty young and it seems that come up every single time we're on the podcast but uh growing up with the way that i did uh seeing the story because i really wasn't necessarily here in a sense like able to follow with all my heart um Man, I I believe so. I think he's the best running back that we've had, that I've seen, that I've I've heard of. I think he's the best running back that we've had. And whenever I thought of running back for the Bengals back in the day, all the way from, like, I don't know, it was like – there was old video games I was playing with Corey Dillon as a running back. I It was one of those people in the stripes. So you think of, like, the uniform. Like, what do you think of? He's one of the – I would say one of the top five for me that would come to my head immediately. Like, even – Besides all the people, like Ray Maluga is another one for me. I love Ray. So, Corey definitely, in my opinion, should be there. Now, whether or not he wants to jump over every top of everybody and just be like, it should be this year for me, and like I should already be in it, it's a little crazy to me. But, I mean, if you think you got it, you got it. There's a whole thing going on right now on Twitter, I believe it is, with like top cornerbacks in the NFL in the past (laughs) and present. And like Darrell Revis is going absolutely bonkers on people on social media right now All about it. And so I mean, you're going to have these arguments left and right if who's yeah. better. Yeah, And but,
1: he 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 just I think um he the comment that a lot of people were holding on to was in the article was uh I mean I, I'll probably never get in. John Kitten and Scott Mitchell will probably yes. get in before I do, and everyone's like, damn. Mm-hmm. All right. I did uh, see I did see a lot of stuff. Was there? And this is this is um
2: me not being that intelligent when it comes to this was there a lot of negativity when it came for him leaving cincinnati
3: yes yeah
1: yes there was a lot uh he he i think there was a holdout at one point he uh in his last game he threw his uh shoulder pads um into the crowd um not in a nice way and basically like a big fu to to cincinnati so he did not leave on good terms and then he went to the oh. patriots had an amazing season won a super bowl
5: yeah, Travis, sometimes when we see those luscious locks and that gorgeous beard, we forget how young you really are.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the face. The post office did that to me where I look like I'm 35, 36. but <laughs> I'm really only 26, it just ages you very fast. Yeah.
3: Damn, I got fucking kids older than
1: you. Now, now, before before you chime in, Joe, the I did um, saw, see the clip that Ace and Zim had. Um, where he specifically addressed that comment was like, hey, like, that's my sense of humor. I'm just joking around. Like, I'm sorry if you don't like my sense of humor. I didn't, you know, mean it any sort of way and definitely didn't mean to disrespect those guys, Um, which I I believed him. But anyway, Joe, what's your take on the whole situation? Yeah, I believe him too in terms of
4: he always looks grumpy and sounds kind of grumpy and all of his quotes always looked grumpy, you know, and he also went on to talk about how, the players really disliked playing in Cincinnati at the time, the time yeah. he was there. I mean, for obvious reasons. Home. Yeah. And he was the face of it and he felt like he was the representative of it. And him getting out was a win, you know, for him. And yeah. like, I get it. We all get it now. Cause we can talk yeah, about yeah. it now freely. Like, yeah, it sucked. It took him a long time to figure this shit out. And, you know, we, we've been there. We've experienced it. And from the fan side of things, but Corey Dillon himself, is and was uh, my f- my favorite player growing up. You know, he was like Travis said when I was playing Blitz in '98, and it's Jeff Blake and Darnay Scott and Carl Pickens and Corey Dillon. And, I mean, the offense was just crazy good. You can so you can go, you can go sixteen and zero with that squad. Uh, mm-hmm. But then all all the way into the early Maddens of the early two thousands, and he was just the best player on the team, and he was so fun to to play with because. Not only was he 230 pounds, but he could break away long runs. And, you know, it's just not yeah. something that that blend of size and speed I thought would be matched by Joe Mixon in his career. And uh, we'll see how how that ends. But, you know, speaking of, we may have Joe Mixon news in the next 48 hours or so. We'll see about that. Yeah. But uh, we.
2: It's what happened. Oh, shit. What? In 48 Why hours. Joe, Joe
3: Mixon news. Yeah, Did we'll probably know? get
4: some Joe Mixon news over the weekend. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. Uh yeah. And uh so we'll see how that goes. He's still gonna have time here. He's not gone, so uh we'll we'll just see you know how many more he needs a thousand and like thirty nine yards or something to become second overall in rushing from Bengals history. Uh-huh. So and then I just mentioned Mixon because I thought he could be the Corey Dillon of this yeah. era, and yeah, you know it's a different how, how, it's a different game.
5: How many thousand yard rushing seasons does he have? Six. I was gonna No say Joe. Stars. Mixon, I mean He's oh, got Mixon. four. Is it four? I thought it was four. I I know total yards he's got like. Yeah, last year he didn't hit it. But yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, But I was going to say, I have Mm -hmm. created a list of the top Bengals of all time. And I spent a lot of time on this, trying to take in all information that I could. This was sparked for me doing the longest play series and watching a lot of old games and old highlights. And just, I get, I'll just be stuck watching Lamar Parrish because I'm like, oh my God, I did not. Mm -hmm appreciate what the old guys were telling me when they're like oh this guy was like dion before dion and then i'm just stuck watching him because he is and i'm like oh this yeah. is i i'm gonna watch more and watch more uh so i was like all right let me try and rank this rank these guys and figure it out and i wanted to incorporate how they left and how long they played in cincinnati because those are both like how your legacy sometimes carries and goes yep. with you and i think that's part of what corey is fighting because Yep. If, you know, if you would have asked that a year before he left, it would have been like, oh, he might be a top five Bengal of all time and right. easily the best running back of all time. But now there's some people that would say, yeah, James Brooks might still be the best running back of all time for the Bengals. And uh, well, it, the way it shakes out for me, and it, it does try to take him positional value into account, uh, Corey Dillon ends up number 13 overall on the Bengals uh, legacy board. It's like, who is the greatest Bengal? And because he left, because he won his super bowl with another team, you know, because he even had a tremendous that like don't discredit that year with that patriot with the Patriots where he had like 16 touchdowns, and 1, amazing 100 season. yards. I mean, that's probably what he should have been every year with the Bengals if they had any talent around him, and he would be a yep. slam dunk Hall of Famer. So maybe that's part of his gripe is like, you know, yeah, my numbers are, are excellent now, but they should have been even crazier if there was any type yeah. of passing game for half of that. Uh, and he's probably right, but uh I still think he'll get on the ring of honor and it's probably two to four years away. If they keep going at two players per year
3: on your, on your rankings, is he the first running back?
4: He's nice. James Brooks is the one, just one spot ahead of him. They are almost neck and neck. It's like it could have been any other way. If Dylan had one more year,
1: did you include current players?
4: No, so no current players. Even Andy Dalton, because he's still active, is not on the list. Because hey, what if Andy Dalton has a Boomer Esiason comeback, backup quarterback, and helps them win a playoff game? That really changes what we would think of Andy Dalton. So uh, mm-hmm. I kept even those guys off the list.
5: Yeah. So, so speaking on the list, how many how many years do you think before some of these newer guys that are that are just recently retired or, or considering retirement? And Gina, I mean. Who- yeah. Is he officially retired or, or not? I don't even no. actually know if he is or not. So. Yeah. But how many years do you think before they, they start inserting some of those guys?
4: Onto well, this? if it's like the Pro Football Hall of Fame, it's got to be five years since retirement. So I wouldn't be surprised if they use that or try, maybe try to push it to 10 until they finish this backlog because you've got A.J. Green, Geno Atkins, Andrew Whitworth that mm-hmm. – should be first ballot guys, in my opinion, if, if we were all caught up and everything was even, uh, and yeah, so we'll AJ see. It was on the ballot, right? It, oh, he was already on the ballot.
1: No, I said he was not on the oh, ballot. okay, Right. 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 Yeah. Cause he just retired. Yeah.
4: That's yeah. What I was gonna say. We'll know in, in five years, I guess, cause those guys are all just retiring now at the same time. That'll be a fun uh, couple of years as they mm-hmm. get in there.
1: Yeah. Um, one more thing on Corey Dillon. I want to get pork chops take since hearing him more because me and Porkchop, when when the article first came out, before Corey Dillon actually spoke verbally, um, you know, publicly, I was very much of more of the, like, screw this guy. Like, I didn't like the way he left. Um, I had a hard... I have a very hard time separating uh, off-the-field um, stuff. And he had multiple domestic violence allegations and arrests. And that's... Uh, that's a very hard thing for me to just put aside as a player. Bar none for me, he's the best Bengals running back of all time. Um, I grew up watching him and was in total awe. And, you know, like what Joe said, I mean, he had nothing around him, you know, very, very similar to how a lot of Barry Sanders career was where he had nothing around him and was still incredible. Um, And it was just kind of like, dude, you know you have an image problem, either with the Bengals organization and or some of the fan base, and you're mad about being the Ring of Honor? Like, this isn't doing you any favors, dude. And I, I just didn't like the way he handled it. Now, I do appreciate that he is trying to make an effort to somewhat extend an olive branch. Um, you know, like, I every time I hear him talk, like, he seems genuine, but, like, you said joe he just he just comes across as you know he's just kind of a grumpy guy and he says what he wants to say and he doesn't try to frame anything and he's got
5: that he's got that dick energy not that big dick energy but he's yeah got it's just like <laughs> and
1: in that way i kind of i do respect that it's just like hey i'm gonna be who i am like it or mm-hmm. don't and i do respect that a little bit so i have cooled my screw cory dillon take and um you know if he's put in the ring of honor i'll stand up and and applaud him for what he did Gee. on the field so that's kind of where i'm at pork chop you were much more f this guy
3: yeah f well, cory
1: dillon have you changed your mind at all
3: you know i'd like to be pushed over to the other side i would like to love Corey dillon because i'm old as fuck man i'm 51 so Back in the day, Corey Dillon was a good reason to watch the Bengals. He was a fucking beast, man. He was awesome. I loved Corey Dillon. If we're getting, uh, if it's by accolades only, Corey Dillon is in the Ring of Honor. He's in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? But the problem is, it's a popularity contest, and the season ticket holders are the ones that uh, vote for the Ring of Honor. And he basically, in his article, said that the season ticket holders don't know what they're doing and they can't get it right. So we're going to put in John Kitna before him. So, I mean, I don't know. Does that make me go, "Uh uh-uh, no, you're wrong, Corey Dillon. I'm going to put you in. No. Right. makes me think, man, what a fucking dickhead, right? you know, coming right at me saying I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because I voted for Chad Johnson and Lamar Parrish. Right. You know, does Corey Dillon get in the ring of honor? Sure he does, but wait your fucking turn, buddy. And and, and in the meantime, try to win some votes. And as far as him going on podcasts and trying to uh, do whatever he's doing, he's trying to save face. You know why? Because – he sat on what he said for 24 hours. He read Twitter comments or whatever, and he went, damn, yeah, I really <laughs> fucked yep. up there. Yep. <laughs> I wanted to get in that ring of honor because I'm Corey Dillon, and I'm sitting in my fucking house, and I ain't doing shit. Yep. Not a goddamn thing. I've, Nobody's said my name forever. So I want to get in the ring of honor because also that you get in the ring of honor, that's also the first step into getting possibly in the Hall of Fame. We
4: saw the so, Ken Riley.
3: Yeah, he's out there. He's probably, you know. So he's going. I mean, you send him a link right now. It'll probably pop on our podcast. He's a fucking podcast whore right now because he's backtracking. You know what hey. I'm saying? Like every time I look on Twitter, he's going to be on a new podcast.
4: Just mention, the... Go ahead. Can I, we just so we can get comments on this. If anyone's mm-hmm. watching this, I want to do a, a quick contest. All right, for for a Bengals on the brain hat because you brought up John Kitna. If you can guess in the comments where Kitna ranks Ooh. in the top 100 Bengals of all time, I'll send you a hat while the show is going.
5: Do we get? Do Very we get a cool. chance at this?
4: Sure, because I don't think anyone <laughs> gets it. <laughs> it's one out of a hundred chance. Yeah, yeah, one out of
1: a hundred. But you get
4: a general
1: idea. Of Assuming he's sh- actually ranked no. in the top one hundred, he is
4: actually. He's in the top. 100. All right.
5: I was just, uh, I was just going to say, um, you know, I've, I've woken up in the middle of the night one night and looked over across the bed, you know, when I was in my younger years and said, "Damn, I fucked up there." Nobody laughed at that. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't get it.
3: And then, the, and then the other person woke up and said, "You think you fucked up?" <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He rolled over so. and saw a
4: mirror.
1: <laughs> right. And Joe, and I really like the point you made about like, hey, a lot of people didn't like playing for Cincinnati. A lot of people held out. A lot of people had disputes and ended really ugly. Carl Pickens was one of them. Yeah. That was that was a very rough. Uh, end of his his career, you know, he ended up staying with the Bengals. But, I mean, it was very tumultuous where it was just like, I don't know if Carl Pickens is going to be a Bengal anymore. Um, so, you know, it's just the way Corey handled it. Seven. And because he was their best player, it's uh, much more, you know, memorable. And, uh, you know, that's like you said, you know, that it just adds to the what we remember and kind of how his legacy carries on.
2: Uh, I
4: will say eight, this Joe, real quick, Joe. Real quick, eighty-one. Not 80. eighty-one. Hey, Joe. If he's 17, seventeen,
3: if if, if, if Keeper gets seventeen, if, if he's seventeen, right I'm unsubscribing to your fucking Twitter channel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like Good seventeen is Chris Collinsworth.
4: It's Chris there Collinsworth.
6: Seventeen.
1: Yeah. yeah, if you so had Kitna not, seventeen, not, I'm like Mary's losing. Like, like, hey, it's
3: by not, the way, as long as we're talking about Kitna. I know Corey Dillon's probably watching right now. I will vote you before John Kitna, Corey Dillon. That's oh, a good guess. Darth, good a good guess. guess.
4: That that oh, now you guys cannot it. use that uh, as any. Yeah, as. Yeah. No, no,
5: <laughs> that's a good
1: guess. That is a good I clip. will
5: say this, Joe. Um, normally, we do have more viewers than this, but I guess they're doing something at MLT or something like that. I, I mean, it's, it's I There's don't know. I'm
4: not looking at your viewership, but um, <laughs> it's Friday night on a, yeah. in, in summer. So
5: exactly. No, they're they've got something pretty awesome going on at MLT's tonight, and I think about ninety percent of our viewership is over there right now.
3: What the fuck yeah. is going on at MLT's, <laughs> man? I slept through it.
5: Well, it, I did see Zach Taylor showed up over there. Oh, oh, all did he? Right. But, yeah. Nice. I, it's kind of hard to compete with Zach Taylor.
4: You guys got any questions? Anyone? You said Ray Maluga, Travis?
5: Yeah. 65th. We Damn. Got a, okay. We got a you 28 Yes. Your reaction?
2: No, I don't think – I didn't think it was too low at all. I actually okay. expected it to be, like, kind of around there, maybe around, like, 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, uh, I was like, oh, cool. I like that. We I just, i the dudes since college. I don't—I don't follow anybody from college, but them three dudes that were just crushing him, and I believe it was Clay, just killing people in the field, dude, just going nuts. I was like, "I—we need one of these people." And then we picked up Ray, and I was like, "Thank you, Jesus. This dude—this dude looks nuts. He looks like the Rock. I love it."
5: We got a fifty-five. We got a forty-two. We got. <laughs> where is Corey Bacon, Bacon on the list?
4: So Koy Bacon's interesting, obviously right? Only played two years, but was absolutely fantastic in those two years. So I had had to play at least two years. So no Tara Lowen's on this because like adding them, it put them because using like Hall of Fame credentials and things like that. Mm-hmm. And plus he had a decent year. It shot him up hey, too yeah. high. And I'm like, yeah, even guys like Charlie Joyner ended up higher than they should have been even though he was a you know decent receiver for those few years, at least at least one year was pretty good. But uh, Koi Bacon is fiftieth overall
2: how long did it take you to make this list
4: a uh, few few days
2: uh, it was a process of first I was like who are the top
4: 15 but no top 10 because everyone was talking about the Corey Dillon thing and I'm like where would he be so I, I just did it and then I was like it's got to be some type of way to rank these guys with some numbers to aid what I'm feeling so then I did the top 20 and I was like oh I'm missing too many guys and then 50 100 and now I'm at 170 something
3: 170 where's uh where's Cincinnati's favorite Chad Ochocinco where's he at
4: Chad Ochocinco is the sixth best player in Bengals history. I think he goes on the ring. I think six and five, Boomer Sison and Chad. Now, what
3: if you rank Chad Ochocinco bald and then Chad Ochocinco with the golden mohawk? Which one's (laughs) higher?
4: The golden mohawk wasn't good, right? He 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 started to – he turned diva around that time, Mm -hmm. and it it became weird. Uh, And that was when there was a little bit of issue. Remember, the thing about Corey Dillon leaving disgruntled which player has not left disgruntled and like even Chad got traded because he was yeah. done with this shit. You know, um, it's yeah. really hard to find he a guy that the Patriots. he went yeah. to the Patriots, yep. Fifth round pick, he they drafted Marvin
3: favorites. Jones. And he was on the field for like three or four plays for that year. Yeah.
1: hmm And then he went to Miami, but I think I think he got arrested. He had he butted cut. his his fiance.
3: Yeah. I hey, I remember the game that uh Palmer got hurt. They said that Chad was in the locker room like trying to fight with the coaches was the rumor.
4: Put wow. uh, Hugh Jackson in a headlock, apparently.
3: Oh, so I guess I guess it was true. Where
1: where'd you have Hoosh?
4: TJ Hoosh Manzada is number twenty seven. Okay. A lot of good receivers in Bengals history. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he, was, he
1: was definitely one of my favorites. I had, and the other one I was going to ask about was Darnay Scott. Darnay Scott was my favorite player growing up. Those freaking boom balls from Blake. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so much fun.
3: Looking for Darnay, 58th. Who is your highest-ranked defensive player? That's a good question. Oh, it's Geno Icons. Geno what? He, oh, where's yeah. he at? I'm,
4: he he comes out extremely high. He's number three. Awesome. <laughs> Gino, all the Pro Bowls, all the all pro, All Pros, decade all decade teams,
6: mm-hmm.
4: um, being on so many playoff teams is big for his his numbers. He should make the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. he, his his potential for doing that all decade team is a great indication that you'll make the Hall of Fame. I don't you're know if it. I don't think it'll be first ballot, but who's number you're two? Here. Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson is clear number two. Like, there's no one. There's no one close to Anthony Munoz at one. There is mm-hmm. nobody close to number two with Ken Anderson. For the length he played in Cincinnati, the honors, when he retired, I'm going to have to do a video because, he's, again, he's one of the uh, uh, senior nominees again this year. When he retired, he retired with almost every single record at quarterback and with an MVP, with an Offensive Player of the Year, with a Man of the Year award, mm-hmm. and pretty much doing it for the same team the whole time. It's just like that doesn't happen, and he I don't know how he got lost in the shuffle. Yeah.
1: yeah and, since
2: again, and since we're – Joe's doing it again where he knows all the numbers but it's in the yeah. back of his head and he's just blowing it away <laughs> all the facts of Bengals that he knows as if he maybe hosted a podcast for a while
1: just, a, just, just for for a second a little bit uh, since we're on the cusp of of Ken Riley going in first where did you have him ranked and more importantly you know I've never watched any Ken Riley tape I see the the stats which are are really impressive and you hear people talk about them. So where'd you have him ranked and what did you see when you like, did you watch like old film of, of Ken Riley? And what, I, I, what was that like? I did.
4: I, I recently watched, I want to say it was the 85 Bengals chargers Monday night football game. Uh, he's covering Charlie Joyner. Cause I was continuing my Charlie Joyner. Of, okay. Mm-hmm. Why was he so different for the, and it's basically cause in that pass happy Don Coryell offense was just chucking the ball everywhere vertically. And he, it was a perfect fit for him. Um, but even, uh, even with the Bengals' uh, joiner, you could have seen he was there. But anyways, Ken Riley ends up number seven overall. You can see he is extremely good and fluid and smart and takes risks on the balls constantly. Like he gets sixty-five interceptions because right. he's covering a guy. He flips his hips, transition, and tries to jump. So like, to say they're both going on an, on a dig route, a deep dig, right? He's covering Charlie mm-hmm. Joiner. He's with him, hip to hip, and he just leaves his feet completely and tries to dive oh, in uh, front of him, and d- he just tips off his fingertips and it, and they threw a penalty on it, right? And he did not touch Joyner at all. It's just like you don't see guys try to make plays like that. He was that athletic uh, and that ball aware. He really had great balls, ball skills and ball awareness. But let me tell you this, okay? He had two games where he had three picks. If you go and watch the official highlights of those games, they don't show any of them. When you watch the – he had another four games where he had two interceptions. They only mention – they only show three of them on the official highlights – So this is a total of of 12 interceptions. I want to say 14 interceptions. They show three. They mention his name twice out of those, out of his best games ever. They just, even at the time, did not talk about Ken Riley. He had three picks in a game. They don't show him. And it's like, why? What what was the disconnect there? And it's part of the reason I think, and this is just something I just did going through and looking for all these these games and these old clips. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a video of all Ken Riley's best games, three interception game. Let's pull that up. I'm like the the five minute thing ends and I'm like you didn't show one of them. Yeah. How?
6: How? How do you not
4: do this? And it was weird. And I get through twelve or fourteen, whatever it was, of his best game interceptions, and they only showed three and mentioned his name twice. There was one he takes a pick six and didn't even say his name.
1: Wow, that's insane. Like, and in, I don't know if you know this, but was that any indication of just the era and they didn't value defensive? It was, like no,
4: I, I wouldn't say that. So this was the official 30 minute. They used to do a show every week. It was, it was basically NFL films. They would do a show every week of uh, NFL 1976 week 13. Right. And they would go and they in the first game here is the Philadelphia Eagles playing yep. the Kansas city chiefs. It was a dog fart, you know, and they would show about five minutes from each game. And so when they get to the Bengals that you know, I'm, I'm watching it for 15 minutes. So, okay, finally Bengals and, and Oilers goes through five minutes. I'm like, Okay, they just did not mention Ken Riley. They showed Lamar Parrish's interception. They showed Tommy Casanova's interception. I was like, what is going on? Why are they – they're just not focusing on Riley at all. It was very eye-opening.
1: That's weird. Hmm. That's crazy. Uh, Someone wanted to ask about Richie Brand.
4: Yeah, so Richie Brand has has almost no accolades, right? But he played for the Bengals for a long time, and we know he was a good player. Uh, Rock solid. Yeah, 12 years. His approximate value from pro football reference is a 67, which is very respectable. And he comes out as 32nd overall.
5: Nice. Joe, do you have time? And actually, Travis, both of you guys, because you guys got a lot going on. um, Are you guys interested in fantasy football at all? Because we have, we're doing the uh, Bengals and Brews fantasy league this year. And we're actually uh, partnered up with, uh, Cincy hat and Ted Harris, they're going to be doing some give it, or they're going to be giving them boy hats for the winners and stuff. I listen, it's changed.
2: It's changed. It. Oh shit! I'm doing this better. Guy. This guy, I'm, this I'm getting guy. better, Travis. No, I can't believe you. I can't believe you right now that you would bring this up as oh my god, as if I'm not still hurting from that. I tell you, you last <laughs>
5: year. From last year. From last I do year. Do you remember that?
2: I would – oh, my God. Have you – I would have won the Do, whole have, do you still thing. have the video of that? I would have won – no, no, no. Not from last year with <laughs> the thing. With your league. Well, that what was the year before yeah, the McCaffrey that that was, video. I, I forgot about that. With yeah. what the incident that happened with the Bills and Bengals game, mm-hmm. the scoring that happened, I was half a point off and I didn't win in mm. the, to get into the championship. And I would have won. <laughs> I, paid, I paid attention. I would have won every game going on. I would have won the thing. I would have I would. I would crushed it. I I was that close, but then that happened. Yes, I love fantasy football. I would love to join <laughs> this again and redeem myself on any means necessary. Did you join already?
3: No. Oh, all you got to do is make a uh, $20 cash donation to the Village of Marici or the com, and you'll uh, send us the proof, and you automatically get signed up for the fantasy league.
5: Every every it? league winner, so we've got three leagues open right now. We're, we just started the fourth. Every league winner will get a Cincy hat. Um, I don't know if it will be signed or not. I'm, I'm sure we can figure something out. But this, back here behind me, this jersey, Ted Harris, will be autographed for the overall winner of the league. Nice. We'll be giving that one away.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you now explain for the people that I imagine if they have not known and I don't mean to do like a host thing here, can you tell them what this league is about since you said you're changing it up? Last year's league was a little weird.
5: Yeah, last year was was a best bowl league, but this year we're doing just a 10 team PPR uh regular redraft league. Um it'll be one quarterback, one or two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, a flex, a defense, and a kicker.
1: Yep. Be online drafts. We'll we'll uh, we have three full leagues right now. We've started a fourth uh, that we're working on filling, and uh, two full leagues. We can't get Bridget to uh, to sign um, up. And Bridget will be
5: fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Someone just needs to hold her hand and sign up. We'll grab her phone phone from her. Uh, Yeah, it's all through the sleeper app, and Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll we'll do our best to to coordinate around you know everyone's schedule. Um, But obviously, ten people, you know. Worst case scenario, you have to auto-draft. but it's all for charity, and yeah, like you said, just uh, make a donation of uh, it's twenty dollars or more, correct, Derek? Yeah. Exactly, twenty dollars or more um, through the thecincyhat.com, and then send a screenshot uh, via Twitter or Facebook to the Bengals and Brewers account, and uh, we will get you in.
2: And this is this is just to clarify this. This isn't to buy a hat. This is to donate. No, no just, okay.
1: to donation. Do just donation. Donation. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, no, that's that's a good, good clarification because also please buy a
3: hat though. The money goes to a good cause, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no. I saw. No.
2: Did you guys see that Shane Gillis was wearing a, one of those hats?
5: I don't know who that is.
2: Oh my god.
5: Neither <laughs> do I. Should <laughs> I. Shane
2: Gillis is a comedian. He was at a UFC event. Uh, yeah. Just oh, I did see that. that now, now that you mentioned, it, Shane yeah. Gillis was wearing this ridiculous. Like, I think I actually have the polo, so I don't want to talking shit about it. But it's like a tiger pattern polo looking Oh, thing. I got right. that one. And it has, a, and he had a cincy hat on. And I was like, no shit. He always, was, every time he smiles and does it, is like this. He really can never see his hat. But there was a photo of him in the background of somebody where he's just like, yeah, it was, and, um, and, it, had, and it had the cincy hat. And I was like, no shit, he owns one of those. That's awesome.
5: Somebody was was videoing uh, the Trumpster walking through there, and I just happened. They screenshotted. There was a. Uh, Screenshot of a picture of of that guy with wearing his cincy hat.
2: Yeah, he's a he's a pretty big comedian. He's he's doing really well. He's he's basically side by side with uh not not stats wise, but like going out on the road, he's with (laughs) uh Bert Kreischer all the time. Oh shit! Yeah, Shane Shane's got his own thing, so he doesn't really like go under Bert. But like if Bert's ever doing one of those big events, Shane's always there for the most part.
3: He must be a big Bengals fan if he's wearing the shirt and the hat.
2: I don't, I don't know. Especially the I shirt. I
3: got that shirt.
2: I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know. I know he's a big college football guy, but I don't know about professional. What he rolls with on that
6: one. Mm.
2: But so, I, I, I've been wanting those hats forever. Those hats are so sick. So
5: Glenn, the Glenn Stefani over there, he must be a little busy right now. I know he said he had some things going on, but I did want to ask you guys some, some very important questions like one of the questions i had was what is going on with this strike and why is deadpool 3 on hold right now
2: did you on guys hold? oh my god did you guys see what they're one of the main things they're striking on i was just talking about this today with my co-worker the ai yeah the yes. ai the ai, uh, AI thing, to, to clarify because this is bonkers to me Anybody that is in acting, all they have to do is they will get a face scan of you and a voice scan. They will have you basically uh, pictured up to where they can have you in any movie at any time, no, no matter the role. They'll have you in the video, and they'll pay you the one-time fee for you to get that role done, to get it done. And then they can use your thing for all eternity. They can use you at any role no discretion to you no compensation to you and basically
1: buying the rights like an nft
2: yes but for one time and it's it wasn't even that's that so big insane. of a purchase i mean like, like but, a you, can't, you can't put a money price on like how big a movie is going to be and such and right. like what mm-hmm. role you're going to play because you might not want to be in the role that's going to be there but oh, they were trying insane. to have these guys play these roles that they would have no idea until they like watch the movie and they're like holy christ that's me
3: why That's would you insane. even have to be a fucking actor at that point? They just look for a face, right? Yeah. I mean, because they make you act with the AI.
2: Yeah. As so. and they they joined with the directors basically in a sense. The directors have already been on strike. The and I don't know if you guys have noticed this. There, there is a growing of strikes. In America right now. UPS is going to be one very right. soon, and it's we got close. Be- uh-oh. It's going to be the biggest strike. It's going to be the biggest strike in history of over 300,000 employees will be on Jeez. strike. Well, hopefully it can uh,
3: happen for seven or ten days so that guy can get that fucking hat I just mailed out to. Him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you may have to drive to Rivertown yourself.
3: It's not the Rivertown. I sent out the Ted Karras autographed hat. Oh, that guy. one. Uh, in right, Colorado. Right, yeah,
1: that was the giveaway yeah. we did when Ted That's was on.
3: Colorado. in uh, Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by no, the they, way, is the not, Rivertown increase, do they send it UPS?
1: I don't know.
3: Man, I do I'll,
5: I'll, I'll I'm know? pretty huh? sure they do. I, th- I think that's how I got mine. They uh,
3: okay.
2: they uh, they, their their contract ends on July 31st, and right, uh, get, president, the president the out. president of their union says that if a contract is not in state, uh, in place that they agree on by August 1st, there will be a strike. Jeez.
3: Hey, honestly well, though, I mean you do the mail so how much shit does UPS even deliver anymore man? Amazon, Jeff Bezos is taking over all that that's shit. That's true. And you, I'm sorry.
1: You know, Go ahead. Jeff. No, no, no.
2: you be you would really be surprised because Damn. so in the mail industry that we have what is called we deliver the last mile for the UPS. So they mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. have X amount of packages they can deliver that's in the 8-hour day and whatever they cannot deliver they hand it off to us in their new contract, one of the things they're pushing is so then they can get rights to all their packages that they want to deliver, which will potentially affect us. But they get I talk to them all the time out on the street and they get they get a decent streets. Package. Yeah, I'm on those streets, man. It's hot. It's really bad. <laughs> I I I would couldn't wait the for my shower. streets. It, it
1: was, it I, used to,
3: I used to see those big brown trucks everywhere. It's like I rarely ever see them anymore, but the goddamn Amazon trucks are like fucking it, like roaches. They're everywhere. <laughs> we and still Amazon get
4: UPS all the time. Do it's you probably really? yeah, it's got gotta be
2: 50-50. Amazon, uh, UPS is still thriving as a business. And they, last year, that last year I believe they had 1.6 billion in profit. And so one of the biggest things that they have right there is why is it not going to the employees? Why is not a decent amount of that going into the employees? Stick and that's it's the same strong. thing goes all around. I mean, once you have a strong union and you can do it, man, and they're seeing I it. I'm a it's, union worker. Yes, it's sir. big time. It's big time. And I, I love it. I, I'm excited for it. I talked to one of the guys, he had a, they're already having signs out in the front of their UPS trucks that says like encouraging of the strike. They're practicing pitchforks and you know, all they're like, we're going to fucking do this. Man, they are fucking
4: organizing right now, guys. You yeah. feel it? Do you feel this? Listen, if you didn't get a 6% raise this year.
5: <laughs> yeah, we're actually, uh, so we, we extended our contract out a year. Uh we made yeah, a deal you're with, a union guy. Yeah, we made a deal with the uh with the company. They gave us like I think three and a half percent to extend it out a year. Three and a I, half.
1: percent I
5: guess just because well we get we also get raises on top of that, right? right. Um but yeah, so we if by July thirty first next year, if we don't have a contract uh signed, we'll be we'll be striking as well.
3: Oh you your contract years in July? So's mine next year. Sure. Ours That's was July normally, this year, and
4: we turned down multiple offers and got really, really close to needing an extension, and then they came in with a little bit better offer.
2: Do you vote yeah. yes, we're, yes? We're currently, we're currently out of a contract right now, and there's a little clause in contract that says that we can't, but if our brothers in Brown decide to do it and they do it right, it's, it's, whispered, it's whispered that that might be an approach that we might take, and it's going to be interesting. I'm excited for that.
1: Crazy. Not to change the subject, but how all this started was about Deadpool 3. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know it was being delayed. I Last I saw, there were set photos of you know, know. Wolverine, the yellow and blue. Like yeah, have, I they, all, have they halted uh, yeah, I, So filming?
5: Yeah. I I saw Joe posted that picture. What was it? Two days ago or three days ago when you posted the picture of uh, Deadpool and... and well, I didn't post joke. it.
4: I just retweeted it. You just so, retweeted, it? Sudden, okay? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, yeah. I just literally it was about ten minutes ago now. Uh, saw Bangalorean posted that they were on a standstill,
2: and I'm like, hmm. no. What well, did you guys hear about well, with the directors and now the actors? Did you hear about the halt in the uh, new season of Stranger Things? How far along that's going to be? Yes, yeah,
1: 2025. Yeah, well, we're, we're waiting a bit grand-
3: for that one. We're waiting. Be grandparents.
1: For that one. Yeah. yeah. I just saw Millie Bobby Brown at the T Swift concert. So
3: She's far, like you haven't TV? said anything that affects me. I mean, I'll see Deadpool, but I can't see no goddamn movies until they come out on video anyway. I can't go to the movie theater. I'm too you busy go to all movie the time. Theater? Oh, I'm, I'm I busy. That. I was thinking, like when we're talking about it, I'm thinking, oh goddamn, I better get to a fucking movie. And I thought when we get off here, I'm gonna see what's playing.
2: Dude, I only get Fridays. Of and next weekend's a big weekend. It's a big weekend. You got Oppenheimer and you got Barbie, oh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm.
4: and you have Mission Impossible, right?
3: That one came out. It's I right it already out, came out.
4: It? Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. If it came out, guess, this, they they came that, out today, On right?
2: nice.
4: a week early, sorry.
5: And oh, I just yelled at my mic. My bad. You did. <laughs> and <laughs> you have the big meetup, the big Bengals and Brews meetup.
3: at That's right. Uh, oh, shit. What's the name? What are you guys going to have? Like, smoke a bunch of meat? <laughs> little, little Miami like meetup. There's going to be a lot of meat there.
5: Right. <laughs> yeah, little Miami Brewery. Uh, Ted Teddy K will be over there. This will be uh, pork chops' six thousand four hundred and seventy third time meeting Ted. Um, They're and like then, best friends. Yeah. yeah. Hey, i be Ted. I'm
3: over here at pork chops' house right now, hanging <laughs> out with him. Just thought I'd stop by and say hi and let everybody know I'll be at the little Miami Brewery and uh, signing autographs and whatnot next Friday. Make sure you come out and see me. Get an autograph. Buy a Cincinnati hat, cincyhat.com. Make a donation to the Village of Manorichi, taking care of adults with disabilities. It's a real good charity. Make sure you stop out and see me. Maybe you don't know I got new bucket hats, and I got visors, and we're going to have them at Little Miami Brewery with my little buddy Matt. We're going to be there hanging out all night. Come down there and get a drink on with Teddy K.
5: <laughs> my bet
3: very good. Sounds like
5: exactly him. like
1: him. I met yeah. him a lot
3: of times. I got the voice down pretty good. It sounded a lot <laughs> like yours,
1: but no, uh, yeah. At starting all. at 4 p.m., Little Miami Brewing Company in Milford. Um, we're all going to be there, and uh, yeah, definitely. And Greg stop will out. be there at 8 a.m. Joe Goodberry's yeah. going to be there. Hey,
4: I won't be in Cincinnati for a few more <laughs> yeah. weeks, guys. All
1: right? Yeah. They got new visors, bucket hats. Should be should be a fun time.
3: When are, you, when are you coming? Because I'm looking at what training camp I'm going to go to. So when are you going to be down here?
1: I'll be there from the
4: 6th to the 10th, right. August. It's the second week when the Packers are there. Nice. Are you going awesome. to the game? No. Nope. It'll be the day before I come back.
5: Ah, he's like, God. hell no. I don't go to freaking preseason, preseason games. <laughs> I
4: love preseason. Be he's he's, I, I he's watching too. film of Lamar Parrish. Yeah,
1: Exactly. <laughs> he loves every I, football game. I, <laughs> I love – he was so games, <laughs> but
5: I enjoy watching them on TV because I feel like on TV you can study more yeah. than you can when you're actually sitting there. Like When I'm sitting in the mm-hmm. stands, I feel like I'm only focused on the quarterback and what the receivers are doing. It's harder to focus in on everything else. I assume the
4: more you sit in the stands, the better off you will be at. Being able to see because, like, you ever look up? here at a game. You're like, "This guy's got 75 yards already. How does that?" Yeah, like, it just your 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 whole like coordination is off because you've seen 10,000 games from the TV, and mm-hmm. even if you've done 20 games in person, it's like uh, I can't tell what's happening. Yeah,
2: exactly. it's a little curve for this one, but I I, uh, I just actually bought tickets to SummerSlam on August nice. 5th. Uh, Where is that? It's in Ford Field. And Wrestling I, better in
4: person or on TV?
2: Uh, person. I've been, the I've been to one pay-per-view and I got a story on that one. My brother was, uh, having a little fun with a woman that had a lot of money. And so he slightly mentioned that, uh, he liked wrestling back in the day. And so she just bought him tickets and we were like, looks like we're she going to Cincinnati to go. We went all the way to Cincinnati. I believe it was. And we had no idea on the, on the drive down that we were going to a fucking pay-per-view and we had decent seats. And nice. I was like, I wasn't in wrestling either at that time. I stopped from like probably when I was like 12 to I think I was 18 at the time. And I was like, fuck it, let's go. Down. And I was 21. And I was like, right, I stopped for a while. And I'm like, fuck it, dude, let's go down. Let's just have a good time. And we went down there and it was the best time live because you were just with the crowd the whole time. And ever since then, I've been hooked to watch it again. I have been to a couple indie shows and such like that, but I haven't been to a WWE event yet, and now WWE is absolutely thriving with crowd interaction and everything else. So the
3: the one you came down was at WCW? No. what? Oh. Well, you said you haven't been to a WWE event. You said you went to a pay-per-view in Cincinnati. No, it was a
2: pay-per-view WWE event. I I haven't been to a WWE event since. Mm. I've been to a couple indie shows like GCW, which is just like ECW today. Um, which is bonkers if you if, if GCW, if you're a wrestling fan, GCW's in your town, wow. go to it. It's cheap and it is fucking nuts, dude. And they have some <laughs> phenomenal wrestlers. I, did you, I would, dude, love you'll little have, little have glass I've flying near it. you. That's how crazy that place is. All I time. did
3: recently go to a wrestling event too, did and you? it was freaking awesome. It was that micro wrestling. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah,
2: that was badass, man. Phenomenal. That was so, awesome. The reason I brought that up is because I am a little nervous. We bought it, we brought a seat to where like the, the entrance is kind of near us so we get to see them walk out and such, but I am kind of nervous for that atmosphere because I agree with Joe with this, because I went to a game last year, and even though I was a little buzzed up, you you're watching it and you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize this guy has 110 on him right now. I'm gonna have the video up. I'm gonna be watching on my phone while I'm watching it in person, just like kind of like understand closer. But it's interesting to see how that one will turn out compared to compared to football. Yeah, for sure. Now,
5: speaking on wrestling, we do. I feel like I it wouldn't be a Bengals and Bruise if we didn't mention this, Travis. I, I want to know the story on the Choke Slam.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Oh, you want to know the story? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you,
5: you got pretty famous it, like, that. S-
1: Set up the story for everyone too. All right. So as I just
2: mentioned, I am a big wrestling fan and, uh, I am at a hardcore festival, which I've been a hardcore fan for a very long time. Um, I'm at a hardcore festival in Detroit and, Is this uh, pornography the or what kind of
4: hardcore. it's a
2: It's a music. It's a music. It's not hardcore porn. We're not watching just hardcore a bunch of and package and, 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 deliveries. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, milk no, it's a uh, hardcore music. It's a <laughs> uh, hardcore music. And, uh, so the guy Brody King is the vocalist for God's Hate. It's a band called God's Hate, uh, and the vocalist's name is Brody King. He is a AEW wrestler, and I love AEW. I, awesome. I love AEW. I love WWE. And so I he was at the he was at the merch stand, and there was only a couple people there, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go see what merch they have, and also just say like, yo, I love you as a wrestler. And the people in front of him got a photo. And so I thought to myself, I was like, okay, I want to be a little different. And I was like, um, I went up to him excuse me, and I was like, hey, uh, Brody, I love you as a fucking wrestler. I love you. And God's hate, can you do me a favor and take a photo with me doing the chokehold that you did to Darby Allen uh, as you were eliminating him uh, in the uh, battle royale? And he laughed and he was like, yeah, dude, for sure. I'll definitely do that. And so uh, I got the photo. You're like choke me,
4: daddy, and he was like,
2: "Yeah." <laughs> right. yeah no, he, he synced it up, and then I did the whole face, and it was super funny. And then, uh, so after he did that, I turned to him. I got some, I got some merch, and I was like, "Hey, man, if you're feeling froggy, by all means, do that to me on stage. It'll be fucking sweet." I, he like, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know if he just said yeah just to get me out the way and just get going because there was more people behind me, or if he understood me, uh, and he was just like, "Yeah, for sure." And I was like, "Okay, cool." So in my head, I'm in the front, and in the front of that set was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's men just punching each other in the face nonstop, and I'm just sitting there, just love it. I love God's hate, so I'm up there, just going nuts. That's insane. And I'm up there, and it's at the very last song, and I'm like, "Fuck it, now's the time." And so, finish the job is this, I believe is the song. Unless I'm fucking this up, I it's the very end of it, and he's like, he, the, 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 to paint the picture this is a very big man with tattoos all over him standing yeah. here it's just like it's huge and i'm like fuck it dude i'm gonna do it i jump on stage i do a front flip to the side i come back up and i'm like i tap him on the stomach and this is the part that is different between what went viral compared to what is real reality of this <laughs> i tap him on the stomach and i went like this i was like do this do it do it do it and he looked at me and from the back view, you just see Brody King staring at me like kind of clueless, and I'm just like, "Dude, dude, I did it three times. Tap him on the stomach, mm-hmm. dude. Tap him, yep. dude." I'm like, and I'm realizing there's miscommunication. This is not looking good. I look like a fucking idiot. And then he snatched me up and threw me off the stage. And I thought it was stupid <laughs> because of communication problems. Uh, I kind of blacked out at that moment. So I don't really remember necessarily what happened. Choking <laughs> so- out. Yeah, I was I was like, dude, this is awesome. Regardless, I was pissed off about the miscommunication. Everybody there was like, "Yo, that was fucking."
1: It was not awesome. New.
2: I went to Brody King after, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm so fucking sorry for the miscommunication. That was super whack." And he's like, "No, dude, that was super fucking sick. Don't worry about it. It was cool." Oh, so then I'm like, I, for boogered up, I'm like, okay, I was gonna talk about the fest, regardless, but in this situation, I was gonna barely bring it up, but then Twitter went fucking nuclear. What do you got? What, what is it, there?
5: Uh, Joe Mixon, who had a 9.4 million non-guaranteed base salary, agreed tonight to restructure his contract. Wow! In Cincinnati, do, Joe. Joe's goal is to win a Super Bowl and play his career in Cincinnati, and this is the best way to accomplish these goals. Said his what agent, is Hey,
3: the whole time I see Joe down there on <clears> his phone, <throat> he was working a fucking throat> throat> deal right here on the show.
1: <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> it was coming. Sorry, can you repeat? Did they the 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 terms? They say the Joe? amount.
5: They did not say the amount. Oh, they did say just, the amounts. Yeah. I'm sure it was come Schefter? up shortly.
1: That was Schefter. Yep. Wow. You could You it. called that Joe. You got you got sources.
3: How hey, Travis, how many views <laughs> got on that thing? We have thrown you off a of stage.
2: Oh my god. I think Twitter yeah, had a couple million. God oh, a couple man. million? Yeah, I and it got shared all over. I looked on Holy the crap. web and there was articles left and you right. You don't seem we happy about me. it. Are you embarrassed? I, so okay, so here's the problem. The back view of it. I look ridiculous begging this grown ass man oh, to throw so, me by no. my neck. That's why, in my head, when I was pissed off, I'm like, damn, dude, that looks so fucking stupid. I don't know why you did that. You're dumb. And everybody's like, no, dude, don't sweat. That shit was so funny. That was awesome. Yada, yada. I thought it was awesome. I didn't
3: notice anything.
2: So here was the thing for me. And that was great because I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to, of course, I'm going to edit this up because it's going viral all over the place. Yeah. I got to talk about it now. And Hell so yeah. as I'm getting ready to do that, somebody that was at the show has access to clips. There's a photographer, hate five, six. He's a, he was recording the whole set, all the sets. And they, he has what's called the Patreon, is as, as a, a thing mm-hmm. called Patreon that You can subscribe and get early access to stuff. He's on his Patreon and the, uh, the patron uh, view of that. When I tapped him at first and I did the choke slam thing, from the front view, he's just sitting there smiling at me with the most devilish look I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. He's like, "I'm gonna snatch this kid up and I'm throwing him forever." And I didn't, I didn't remember that, so it was really cool to see that part. But yeah, Barstool Sports had me at the front page, getting thrown by my neck by one of my favorite wrestlers currently.
3: Awesome, it's cool, man! Yeah, it was cool.
2: Wildest, it was the wildest, like forty-eight hours because everybody so was tagging me cool. and all this stuff. I got a haircut down in Cincy when I went and saw Taylor Swift, and I'm there at the barbershop. Hey, if you guys also – I don't know where you get your haircuts at. I don't know if anybody here is listening that's from Cincinnati. If you're not at the barbershop, Bellevue Barbershop, you are fucking up. Because uh-huh. that barbershop is elite. They won Best Barbershop of 2022 and Best Barbershop of 2023.
4: Think about happen.
2: awards for this. I'm yes, going to have to go is. down there. So I, there is awards I, for it. They, they, they give
5: awards for pornos. I mean,
3: I fucked up, Surely man. I got my shit done at Great Clips in Delhi. Dude, I'm telling <laughs>
2: you, go to—I'm to, serious about it—and tell them that Travis sent you. The owner, Travis, right now is currently on tour with—and I swear to God, that's going to fuck me up—a country artist that's decently big right now. He's—he's a he's barber for him. I'm not sure if he's back yet or not, but there are still four other people in the studio or, or in the shop right now, cutting heads nonstop. They're going left and right, and the atmosphere in there is awesome. It's great conversation every time. I had a, such a good time with Mike down there, and i he's also in the hardcore scene. I haven't seen him in a while. I said, what's up to him? And I talked about that, and he's like, you mean to tell me that red, that long red-haired dude was you? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was me. They do beards too? They do. They do. cut. I have not been cut since then and i'm now starting to look a little scruffy. they they had me sat for a while. it was very nice. and they had a nice warm towel on your face and then they and then they put a cold towel on your face. it gave you a full barbershop experience seriously. i cannot promote that enough. what's the name Go of the place to, again? i'm going to write it down. it's, it's Bellevue Barbershop. Okay. it's right over the bridge.
1: very yeah, very very cool of you to be plugging them as well and that's that's an awesome story. Mm-hmm. i do have to cut in though and we it's very uncommon that we get breaking news in the middle of july about the bengals i saw joe i see you on your phone i saw you fist pumping at one point Uh is there anything you can share
4: no just i was reading i wanted to see the reports because they come from the agents first that's Mm -hmm. how this news breaks and when they don't say the money that's a good thing in terms of how you want to look at it i mean i for his camp uh i think so here's what i'll say um the writing was on the wall. That is Delvin Cook sitting out there for a month and a half, and there's no end in sight on that, too, because we'll probably wait until camp starts for that. What are you going to do, can right? I
2: ask, you... can, I, can I ask why? I've, always, yeah. I've been so curious about that. Why is he still out there? Running backs have this
4: decision to make. Do I take punishment on 300 touches for $4 million a year when I think I'm mm-hmm. worth $10 million? But nobody's going to give you even $4 million. So, like, what do you do? You wait until hey, wait until a running back gets hurt. Now you got to offer me four million. I mean, like they're they're scraping bottom of the barrel. Bijan, and-
5: mean, Bijan, the rookie running back for the uh Falcons, is I think he's currently like what the fourth highest paid running back right now, and that's just really? a rookie deal.
1: Yeah, first round rookie. Yeah. Of the yeah, top, top six Andy's
5: contracts top for top running top backs conference. this year, cap hits. Now,
4: four of them have either agreed to restructure or take pay cuts.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay, and with Joe Mixon
4: being one yeah, Aaron that? Jones, Zeke Elliott, Delvin Cook, and Joe Mixon. Wait, Zeke? Zeke was going to make $16 million this year and they cut him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, they cut him. That I, counted uh, the pay cut. What
4: <laughs> what was I thought it? you said
1: restructure. That's restructure pay cut, or got pay
4: cut.
5: Goward got cut. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: So it's slipping my mind this? real
5: quick, but the, the,
3: the, the like the, the, the running back that played for Tennessee it was really good for not not Derek. Henry. No, no
5: not the so guy bad. before Henry, it was uh,
1: Chris Johnson.
3: Yeah, there you go. So no. I, I oh, heard,
1: did he name, say Tennessee? I thought he said Tampa. Or Tennessee.
3: Yeah, it was Tennessee, but I heard an interview with him where they asked him, like, what would you say to any running back in college now, uh, going that has aspirations going to the NFL? And he I'd said, I'd tell him, switch positions yep
1: i would too I, would I mean it is a horrible position. time to be a running back because they the market doesn't value them and basically after the rookie deal it's just like it's very few and far between that you know a guy's gonna make 10 million plus on a, a second deal and not get cut or restructured um it's just kind of the way the league is moving towards getting more pass happy and And they get hurt more often, and it kind of sucks. I mean, you know, there's so many talented running backs. um, In the draft. Yeah, and there's so many new ones coming out. So, Joe, do you think this has any uh, foreshadowing for extensions? Yes. Especially for Joey B.
4: Yeah, so while we're celebrating that Mixon's making less, a uh, man's making less money, as we were just talking about Union Yay. Strong at, at 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. ago, right? But yeah, while we're celebrating that, let's paint Joe Mixon in a good light here. He did it because he wants to be part of the team. Exactly. He did it because they want him to be part of the team. And he did it because it gives them cash and cap space to extend not just Joe Burrow, but T. Higgins and Logan mm-hmm. Wilson, which think- is the idea. They pitched this to him, like Joe. We need if we only have 14 million in cap space and I'm forgetting the exact number and we got to get 15 million this year to Joe Burrow or 10 million this year. That, that's right. what it was. 10 million this year to Joe Burrow. If we're going to extend Higgins and Logan Wilson, we're going to need four million for each one of those guys. We don't have enough unless you give us four or five million of what you're right. You got coming or we could cut you and you can get two point five million out there. What, what, what's, don't make us make this decision. Yeah. And they came to an agreement.
5: Well, yeah, had, I think
1: this you is you definitely reading. Left. He did. So now he he it's one yeah. year. Yeah now he's down to one. I think this I don't think that's been reported yet. So and and there's no number out for what he's getting paid this company season yet. I can
4: only speculate. I did not get a number. I can just only speculate. And I wouldn't. So yeah.
5: I I would have to say, and this is speculation too, but this almost to me signifies that Mixon, T, Jamar, like all those guys are going to be staying together now for for at least the next Four years.
3: I like it's, how Derek says I mean, only speculation, like he's fucking talking to Zach Taylor on the phone. No, I that. mean
5: I'm I don't want I don't want people being like Bengals and Brews reported and oh yeah.
4: Nobody nobody would do
1: that. Yeah. Um I, <laughs> right?
4: if, if we can speculate for a minute though, uh let's yeah. say an an easy way to do this would be because you can't restructure his deal. Uh, so that w- wording's gonna be incorrect, but everyone knows yeah. that word, so we're gonna use it, right? Yeah. What it really yeah. means is they ripped up the old contract. And they right. they're right. agreeing to a new one, and they're gonna say let's just throw a number out there again. I don't know this number. Being yep. clear, right. um, let's okay. just say okay, five million this year, and we're gonna put since you had eight hundred and seventy nine yards last year, if you hit a thousand, we'll give you another one point five million. If you mm-hmm. play fifteen games, we'll give you another one point five million. You get if you reach Bowl ten and... touchdown, you get one point five million. Yeah. Well, we well he made the Pro Bowl, Bowl last year, right? Or was it the year, no. before? Yeah. The year before? Yeah. The year before. Yeah. Okay. But so year... whatever he didn't hit last year. You can make an incentive and it doesn't count towards the cap pit. Right. So you can set all these things and say, Hey, you can make all this money back. If you have a crazy year, it's just not going to hurt us cap wise. So like, that's the best way to handle it.
5: Those are, I forget what they're called. They're like
1: impossible
5: incentive or not. impossible. Not likely to good. be earned. Yes. Not yeah. likely to be earned. That's
1: it. And I mean, I, I mean, I definitely think, you know, obviously Joe Burroughs extensions any day, um, I don't feel as confident about T getting extended now. Um, I think a lot of that is because of we have Jamar um, coming up soon and because of who T's agent is. Like, those are my two biggest things. Like, how much money are we going to want to lock in long-term to our top two receivers? And uh, Dave Malagata doesn't have a good track record with uh, negotiating reasonable contracts. Are you optimistic about T, Joe?
4: I'm not still. I'm still 50-50 that that'll happen. Um, But 50 is, it could happen. I mean, because I think there's a middle ground here where he's young enough. And if you get him on a three-year deal, it doesn't intersect with Jamar's big money. So you don't ever have to worry about that. You can pay him a lot now, and he can still get another contract offer when he's 27 years old out there from other teams, which I think is the best of both worlds, and you don't have to give out a huge guaranteed money because it's only a three-year deal, right? So even if you guaranteed two years, which the Bengals don't do, but maybe that's an in-between, we're talking about guaranteeing $30 They could do that. and I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility.
3: Let me say this also, that if if I'm T. Higgins, right, uh, maybe I'm also thinking – man, I got a real good shot at a fucking Super Bowl this year with Joe. And then uh, he wants to be a number one, which he's not going to be here in Cincinnati. He'll always be labeled 1B at best with with Jamar out there. So maybe T's like, I really want to get fucking paid. I want to be that number one guy. I want to be the guy on the team. But I also got an outstanding chance to go to a Super Bowl. So maybe if I'm T, I'd say, let me just play this year and we'll talk next year. year. Because if he wins a Super Bowl this year, maybe next year he goes looking for that number one spot.
4: We're also just coming off the era of basketball super teams where everyone tried to get together, right? Do whatever they could to be together and make themselves better and win a Super Bowl. And I think Joe and Jamar, their connection rubs off a little bit where Joe knew he wanted Jamar to unlock the other part of his game. And Jamar loves Joe Burrow for everything. And they believe they make each other who they are. I have no doubt in my mind t sees that and and sees it a little bit and goes I would be crazy to go catch passes from name this quarterback whoever just Played for right just for an extra little bit of money yeah, with no other side. receiver on the other side yeah they're pulling the. David Carr out of the grave for this one. <laughs> Sorry.
1: He's not dead. He's alive and well, guys. Barrett Carr, not David Carr. <laughs> well, David but, Carr was basically buried. He got but, sacked but a right. million
3: times. <laughs> but,
4: but you're right. That idea, you know, of uh, let me go catch passes from Brock Purdy. I mean, like, right. and with let's say you go to. The, the saints and they don't have another receiver for you on the other side. And now you're constantly getting this other attention Trouble, Trouble, and you Trouble. don't have a chance to win a Super Bowl, and your numbers could actually take a hit, even though you're getting more targets. Yeah. Um So I, I do we're think we're in a new era where it could happen, where teams value spending on two receivers more than they ever have
5: before. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Cincinnati's got well,
3: a lot of trends here lately and this might just be the
1: next one. The saints have Michael Thomas. They're good
5: yeah slap boy <laughs> uh
1: and then going going on to logan um you know he's one i I'm very mixed about i I know the Bengals really want him, and that'd be great to have him and and pratt locked locked up for a period of time. the only reason I'm not you know more than 60% confident that he will sign an extension especially this offseason is because of what Pratt got paid and how the linebacker market really cooled this offseason yeah. um so that would be my biggest reason if I'm Logan Wilson I'm just like you know what I'm going to bet on myself and see how the see if the market improves back. go from there how do you feel about it
4: He's also a little bit older so he was a 20 20- turning 24 is a rookie type guy. So he's only going to get one deal, right? Unless he's some super freak and he's already dealt with injuries. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think this is his only payday if he's thinking about that. And I think he he should be. And so you need to get everything you can. But at the same time, the Bengals may look at it like, we really don't want to pay two linebackers unless they're values. Because once you pay, if you pay, if the plan is to have Joe Burrow, Orlando Brown, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, all making good money, you can't spend too much elsewhere and we saw the way they drafted right their whole secondary is going to be cheap in another year there's no one's gonna make anything and by 2025 and that's by design because you need that extra cash to go other places they got the only reason they got jermaine pratt back is because the market was not there they had an offer on the table like listen we want you if you're um value to us uh, a cheap market deal he went out there didn't find what he wanted said okay we'll take it and it's a deal so i think the same thing could happen for logan Wilson. I don't think the Bengals will go up to 12, 13, 14 million. I think they would go as high as seven, eight million. And right. I don't think Logan would take it. So I think
1: it's, I think that one is less likely than Higgins. Really? okay. And then we have one more question from the chat talking about extensions. I, I have no idea. That's one. I'm just like, I don't even have an opinion about, about reader. Yeah. It's just like, it seems like that would be, um, fourth in priority as far as these guys were talking about, going Burrow, Higgins, Logan, and then Reader. So, I'm worried he's just going to be kind of lost in the shuffle because we have so many guys that are younger, uh, to take care of. Do, do you, what do you think about, about Reader, Joe?
4: So, the defensive tackle market has absolutely exploded. But I, I think it was Bro Bible, uh, put out defensive tackle rankings, talking to executives and stuff, and he wasn't even in the top 10. He wasn't even in the honorable mention of the next few. So, is he going to get that twenty million dollar deal going into his age twenty nine and the next year thirty season in the off season? I don't think so. I think he could still be underrated nationally. I still think he could be looking at fifteen million a year of basically what he's on now. Uh, and if that's the case, I think most teams in a Super Bowl window would try to extend him, get his this year's cap as low as possible. Roll that money to future years and use that money to sign a Logan Wilson. Use that money to sign T. Higgins and Joe mm-hmm. Burrow, and he's like an easy guy to pick and say, "You extend him for put two years on the end of this until he's thirty one. You're not really risking it too bad, right. uh, and you know, and, and you create cap space now. So I, I think underrated could happen, but I don't expect and- it because of the fifteen plus million dollar hit.
5: Yeah, and that that was my whole thing too. I I could definitely see them extending reader just for the simple fact that when, when he chose to come here, he said like I could either be playing my quarterback could be, I forget who was it drew lock right. or it could yep. be Joe Burrow. And he chose Joe Burrow and I could see him
3: staying here for that same fact. Well, also I, I, I agree with what Joe said. I think he, they probably let him test the market, but when he tests the market, it's not going to be as hot as he thinks it's going to be because of his age is a big factor. I mean, he's a yeah, badass. True. He makes a difference when he's on the field. He's a great tackle, but um, he's going to test the market because of his age and because he plays for the Bengals. And like you said, without the notoriety, yeah. um, he's going to test the market, and I think the Bengals will be able to afford whatever that he would test for.
4: Boys, if I can jump in real quick. I got to yeah. go because the, the the boy just got home from summer camp for the last Ooh. week, so I'd like to All see right. him. And my daughter had a travel uh, softball good. tournament game, and I'd like to hear how it went. So well, you guys, got- It's been real, boys. Hey, hey, I've got real? a training camp book coming out. Awesome. First are, let me make a book. They're producing it. You'll be able to download it, and maybe even get a physical copy. It's going to have scattering reports and grades on every player on the Bengals roster. It's going to be a good time.
1: Awesome. Thanks a lot awesome. for joining, Joe. Yeah. really appreciate Thank your insight. You. Yep. Glad we had nice some Bengals nice to talk go. about with you. On- yes, sir. That was nice. hi, right, man. Take care. All right, take care, boys. Good day. Good day. Travis, what's, what's your take on all this extension stuff, mix and restructure, anything you want to chime in on?
2: i got to be honest with you, man. Joe knows. Joe knows a lot Good of shit.
6: shit.
2: hmm The point where, yes, know, I'm, I'm boogered up. I gotta talk a lot. I gotta, I gotta be the one to voice a reason because I got a nincompoop to my left most of the time. <laughs> God bless Fairytale, love him to death. He, everybody loves Fairytale on the podcast. Oh, I love him. But, uh, yeah. Then I got Cody Ray, who yeah. comes out with the one punches that you don't know where they're coming from, and I try and just like always mm. navigate around and try and do it. So it's yeah. always a blessing to come here, and I'm like, I'm going to shut up for about 30 minutes and let Joe Goodberry talk because he's on here half the time I'm on, and I'm like, dude, he's got the knowledge.
3: you know he's talking, man. Talk that's, that's preaching.
1: Yeah, oh, he's, he is. He, he's he, knows his his stuff. he
2: knows his stuff super well.
1: And, um, and tra- 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 Travis, uh, since you brought up, what, if for anyone that's not seen Boogered Up, describe it i mean you guys always touch on like a range of topics it is wild it's hilarious but ha- how would you describe uh boogered up to, to someone who hasn't seen it,
5: it? like wild and out but better
2: let me let me do one thing quick before i get on that one because i had one thing real quick yeah, go ahead the- i'm sorry as the fan of the Bengals that doesn't – taking back from Bengals and Brews as I'm not a co-host anymore and actually being able to breathe a little bit from trying to study Bengals nonstop and just being yeah. like one of those flush fans, uh hearing that news immediately that's the only thing that i think about is that uh joe mixon is set in stone with the, with the goons getting ready to go into the trenches to get a title that's the only thing i think of when i want to see that oh, yeah. it's not anything else about he's losing money he's not getting paid the right way whatever has to do that way it's him seeing the fact that okay they sat down and they were like yo we got to pay this dude X, this dude Y, this dude Z. We got a lot of money that's going to be coming out yep. in the next couple of years because of all the draft picks that we had that were phenomenal that are working out so well for us that we want to keep. And you're a veteran, you're a guy that's been here for a minute, that's dude that you you can hold this locker room together. We just need you to do this. And it's awesome to see with the news that he did that and that's the only thing that I think of as a person that's not diving hard into it but is sitting back a little bit. That's what I, that's immediately what I think of. <laughs> now, well, well put. Postal Travis, Crypt Keeper. That's God a blast you.
5: from the past right there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, no surprised.
2: Involved with Boogered Up. Okay. Hmm. So Boogered Up, from the beginning of it, was basically just the whole thing that's where, you know, when you grow up, and this is, this is real. This is real talk here. When you grow up, you lose a lot of your friends because a lot of people uh, go their own different ways. And yep. so you can't go out with your friends all the time. Just go to the bar. And if you have that blessings to you, I'm so happy for you that you still have that click and you have that situation. Nobody left. Nobody moved. Nobody went to the military, whatever the case may be on that one. But there's a lot of people that after high school, they lose a lot of their friends back in the day where they hold and cherish those moments to where you have those conversations. And you can go back and call back when you see those people. And you're like, yo, remember the time that this happened? Yeah, Awesome. It's It's so good. Boogered Up the whole ordeal of that situation was the fact that some people may lose people, whether it's from other things or whether it's from just moving away. But in general, if you're listening to the Boogered Up podcast, we want you to not have any sort of filter with yourself at all. We want you to be able to talk as if you have known these guys forever and you can tell them anything and everything that you want. And so that's what we do when we sit down here. And even though we have a mic in front of our mouth, we're still talking to each other and bullshitting around. We're talking about stuff that's going on in the world right now, just so we can hit other people as well. So they don't, you know, they can interact. But we're talking we're talking craziness all the way from sex, all the way from, you know, drugs, all the way from comedy, all the way from pop culture stuff that's going on right now, making jokes about stuff that we shouldn't just because at times with your friends you did. And like for example, when the Titanic happened, you know, we had to get a little crazy with that one. And our mm-hmm. thought processes that happened with that, what can it go from? And this isn't a thing of sitting there and you're like, Okay, you're watching these people, because we ain't shit. Boogered up, boogered up is just a mix between sometimes three, four, five, sometimes maybe even six dudes that are just from a small town that just grew up some some of us to all of our whole lives. Our tech guy I met three, four years ago. But I know him as if I've known him forever in my life. And that's why everybody that should be watching and listening to the Booger Up Podcast, you should feel as if you're sitting in a room with your best friends, talking the bullshit, getting together, having the best of laughs, doing the dumbest shit. And recapping the best times, whether it's from the weekend prior or from five years ago when that shit, that crazy shit happened. And to make you feel welcome, and jokes against you and jokes with you to laugh at the whole thing. Because if you don't got laughter in this world, man, you're living in a really rough place and you need that opening in your life.
1: Travis, I have to say, man, that was so beautiful. Uh, And I don't mean that in a cheesy or cliche way. Like that was truly beautiful. Um, that was really just uh, a just pure honest passion that you you're displaying talking about your show and your friends and like I felt it like I have um, like three best friends from high school and I'm the one that moved away you know they all live up near near you they live up in northeast Ohio and we now all have you know grown-up jobs and families and uh, it's very hard to get together. But what we do have is we try to make it a point and get together uh, once a quarter uh, and get together. We rotate who hosts and we just play cards and have drinks and just BS and talk about, you know, the good old days. Like you said, make jokes that we don't like, you know, tell each other. And uh, it's that is a, a really, really special bond. So, you know, I, I appreciate you. You sharing that with with us it's awesome
2: it's great too because especially whenever you can test your friends there ain't nothing better than sitting in a room and you go to say some buck wild shit and you wait for the responses whether it's wild or whether it's comforting on that one and you're just like ah who am i gonna get who am i gonna get here and it's it's that and the quarter thing is awesome for you i love that because when you have friends that you can you know that you distance because i was just talking about this with my wife my best friend from the military, from the Air Force, he just came into town. He's here for a month. And so I've already mm-hmm. seen him once a went golfing with him. I saw him for the 4th of July because we always nice. had this thing. I stopped watching fireworks when he wasn't here. But mm-hmm. uh, every time he was here, I was watching fireworks with him. It's been like we went like four years straight watching fireworks at his uh, at, at our friend's house. And so I didn't watch him for the last couple of years. So it was like, it didn't feel right. And he came in. So I was able to watch the fireworks with him this year. It was super sick. I went golfing with him. We didn't shoot the best, but we had a great time. And he's yeah. actually coming over today's Friday. He's coming over tomorrow trying to get a little get-together so you can see the rest of the crew and a good amount of people. But there, it, I was talking about it, and a lot of people that I grew up with, we distanced ourselves because there was a lot of stuff. Kids, people got kids. People got. I distanced myself working for the post office. I took my job way too seriously. I stopped going to shows. I stopped doing all this shit because I wanted to focus on my adult life. And that took right. away from – treasuring moments that i could have and you know where i would lead myself now but that's where that leads to is the podcast being that spot even if you've fallen for those victims in life you get that vibe you get that good yeah i don't give a fuck energy i'm gonna do and say what i want and my i know my guys over here are gonna be cool with and we're gonna have the best fucking time. We're gonna drink some beers. and We're gonna get stupid. And that's what the Bengals and brews. They, that's why I love joining you guys. As I love joining you guys every time I you guys invite me on. Every time I'm able to slide in with a link if I have the availability. That's when when I was on the co-host here. Is because when I got on here in a guest and then out of nowhere a fucking goddamn who was it? It was Shane Graham, wasn't it? It was Shane Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shows. it was Shane. Yeah. I get you on. Know, they're like, no, I'm it like, was Yo. Clark Harris. It was Clark it Harris, was, was, our very it was first Clark, player. It was Clark. I tried yep. to promote my like fucking podcast, and then Clark Harris comes on, and I'm like, "Well, we're having a goddamn good time, aren't we?" <laughs> yeah. And 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 just three the, and just a half hours later, I, I I backtracked, I listened to a couple episodes. You guys had uh you guys had uh uh, uh D'Angelo Hawkins on, and uh, it was super fucking sick to see that. And so I was like, "Yo, these guys are rock. These guys are Bengals. These guys are beers. I love it." Tried to like scout a good Bengals podcast. I wanted to be on because I wanted to talk mm. Bengals. And as soon as I got in here, I got the vibes from you guys. I was like, these guys are fucking sick. It was just me, Dale, Derek, and Clark. And now you guys have grown to this opening to where, you know, Pork's in this bitch. And Joe, you're even in here now. And then just you guys have always had that same atmosphere. And you guys are talking about one thing that everybody's watching right now and watches in the past is Bengals. And everybody loves the Bengals. But they can always find that also friendship and that even though it's all cuz all is the difference between this show and all the other shows that involve with the Bengals is the fact that you could talk Bengals all you want you can talk facts and you can talk numbers and you can do all this stuff and after a while it's repetitive after all these podcasts but when mm-hmm. you listen to the Bengals and Bruce podcast you're sitting with your friends and at any moment things can go south it can go wild it can get crazy yeah can, right it, it <laughs> and and that's the part that i truly believe that you guys and i've said it from the beginning and i say it now you guys have that thing that can still ride and fuck the monetization, fuck all of that. Who gives a fuck about any?
5: That's money what I
3: said. We're just group. on here hanging out, bullshit, man, talking bangles with my friends. I'm about to cry here.
5: right now because not because of of Travis, but I'm no, I'm I'm done betting the over. On, on the red. The oh, oh, Derek! You don't oh,
1: be God gambling. It. We're having a good, <laughs> touching conversation. <laughs> Travis is giving us kudos, right. and you're talking about your bad I'm, gambling. I'm over rabbit. here crying and
5: tra- or tearing up, and Travis is like, "Man, I'm really so, good to this guy." So I'm- whoever
1: whoever had the you're under,
5: whoever you're
3: had the under on Derek going with the betting, uh, by. <laughs> But that's so Before funny for an hour and a half. It's yeah, like,
6: man, this shit's
3: fucking it. He's like, oh, I'm lost, but I could have taken another run, man. Uh, God, yeah. I, hear, I hear you talking, getting all emotional about hanging out with your friends and shit like that. But man, I ain't taking a fucking over anymore.
1: Fuck <laughs> you, Derek. I love you. Ms. Hey, Derek. I had
5: to kind of lighten the mood
1: a little bit. It was getting uh, a little heavy there. And I was,
5: no, I was getting a little teary eyed. No, but there. the, the,
1: the one thing that's. Travis. Yeah no I really appreciate that um and Dale of course is not tonight but you know he's he's been you know the the cornerstone of this show and setting the vibe Rob. and Absolutely. and keeping me well, grounded course, in what this show's do. about um and it's what you talked about as far as like hey you know not taking my you know career too seriously and you know making sure I nourish my needs as far as socialization and with my friends and like that is just about trying to keep yourself happy and keeping your own mental health and mental health has been really important to me lately and some stuff I've been going through and I have really, um, uh, neglected and underappreciated that part of like, Hey, I need to take care of my needs in order for me to take care of those close to me as well. Like you have to take care of those needs. It's not just fucking around. It is take caring of yourself and you everyone has some level of need of socialization and you know bonding that that just you know makes you a well-rounded human being so i know i'm getting mushy again but no i really appreciate uh, you you saying all those uh, no, things no it's right?
2: serious man if anybody that's a content creator when it comes to that uh, uh, your mental aspect and the way that you deliver this shit and it's like it's like i can't believe and i haven't i haven't been here for a while so i don't know if dale is hitting the wall or whatever's happened in that situation I can't believe Dale hasn't hit the goddamn wall yet because Dale hit that shit just as hard as I hit it because I was on it nonstop. And as I realized to myself, I was like, I don't even know who I am anymore because I'm just I'm just a product. I'm not I'm not myself. And Mm -hmm. I mean, Dale kudos to Dale. That's why it's like and I love doing this on on my own podcast. So hopefully you guys don't pull pulling the curtain back a little bit. So I mean, Dale fought all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The all the goddamn time. We are the same fight. person.
3: <laughs> we the there, no, there is no screaming control, at man. each
2: other about what we should do on the show and the giveaway, how we should do it, and this and that. He had this way. I had this way. And we'd go at it. We would fight all the time, dude. And it, 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 that's not why I left by any means. It was, it was just me getting way too busy, had to distance off and all this other stuff that went with it. But – it, that man is a workhorse when it comes to this show and when it comes yes. to the Bengals. And this I was like, if, if anybody needs to get any respect out of this, besides Dale and I, Dale, Derek lighting his cigar again, it's, it's Dale putting in the effort in this and you guys keeping this grind up. And as you guys say, I just saw in you guys' this post five, six times a week, you guys be putting on, the, putting on the work. You guys always go live. And I love the fact that you guys' fans interact as much as they do because it really, truly, you guys have a nice And it's awesome. I love what you guys have going on. Thank you, Travis. Derek, Derek, I love you. But damn, talk smoother sometimes. Motherfucker, you were talking earlier, and I almost wanted to make fun of you again, like back in the day. And I didn't. Listen, uh, what's the thing? Listen, it's what I think it was.
5: I was was starting to say something, and then (laughs) I got a little sidetracked. And that's my ADD kicking in. Oh, and I'm like, fuck, I, I, I just knew, <laughs> I just knew Travis was about to say something about it, and that's that's exactly what you you started cutting in. I'm like, hey, I know exactly what you're about to say right now, and I get it,
2: Dude, I get it. I, I saw the one time you looked at the cameras, you were talking, <laughs> and I was like, he knows that I'm here. He knows that it's gonna get to a point where it's like duck, tuck, duck, 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 die. <laughs> I know.
5: Oh God, I love you guys
2: oh uh, derek, no awesome. it's 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 tight what you guys have and i appreciate you asking that question because there's a lot of times so i've been on a couple other podcasts and i could talk a little bit about it but i know here it's a home front where it's uh you guys have those moments where you <laughs> fuck you derek doc. no i'm just...
5: sorry
2: <laughs> what I think it's a nice I don't yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a Bengals and Bruce thing. thing. That's a Bengals and Bruce yeah. thing for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. it, it's uh it's it's the opportunity to uh talk in this way cuz in this show I've seen a lot of t- I remember what show was it was a shame. It was a shame. I came in and they were crying about their fathers and I was yeah, like, I "Oh, this is a really odd time for me to be here right now." Yeah. But I mean, there's been tears on this show, laughter, drinks, yeah. everything else, and that's what's like. You guys have the same vibe. As you asked a question about boogered up, but boogered up in the same sense. When it comes to Bengals work, is literally Bengals and Bruce. Or boogered mm. up, and Bengals work is Bengals and Bruce. Yeah. so I know what it, you're talking
1: about now, Crypt. I accidentally put like I don't remember how it happened. <laughs> oh, I remember. I put that up the now. back. I put up. I was looking for like a different like background, <laughs> like a virtual background, and I just put this picture of just this big set of tits behind me. <laughs> Can you do it again? Can you do it
2: again? I don't, I don't Can you do it again? remember
1: how I did it. Oh,
2: Who's were they? Yeah. Who's were they? That's maybe a better question. They. Who were they? <laughs>
1: they were my worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's one of the, uh here. It's one of the, yeah. just like the stock ones it's on stock. Street
3: Yard. It's not stock, man. Get with me after the show, Joe. It, I did that. They're not like, stock. I don't <laughs> think they stocked the that. Job out
5: added them. I want you to repair a little <laughs> bit out <laughs> she is oh, not gonna man. be a friend
3: of the show for long oh, uh, no. you added that yeah yeah like <laughs> off the thing off the thing one night messing with everybody after we ended the after we ended the podcast <laughs> Travis is
1: like oh my That's god how it got up there I was just like where did this come from I didn't even mean to click on it. Well, I probably did mean to click on, it, but I didn't think it would set it yet until I like clicked OK. But then it added it. I was like, "Oh shit, there's some titties. <laughs> oh. Yeah, check your
3: text.
5: All right, oh. this has been Bengals and Bruce. <laughs> oh my god, we always go like forty-five seconds too long.
3: Oh man. Oh shit. Oh, oh god. Man. All right. I, this. Is I just <laughs> I just text Joe who that was that oh was. Oh, my God. I did not know that. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude, I need this, All right, I
2: need this after show so bad. I need this yep. after show. Hey, this has this been is an bad. episode of
5: Band and Brews. We appreciate everybody for, for tuning in live, hanging out. You know, there's a lot going on tonight, so everybody that, that has been faithful that to Joe's so, so
6: fucking uncomfortable. Night. I'm so sorry.
0: Joe is <laughs> so uncomfortable right now. Oh, oh my dude. God. <laughs> Hootay, baby! Let's go! It's time! Stripes. Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up! Uh, in the jungle, we unite and up! Uh, tripping Trippin' on your black and white right. day when we fight, let me die in these stripes. uh! Now who gotta move rockin' on? Stripes. Now who wanna move closer and on? Stripes. Now who... The city know you rock them, yeah we got em. yeah we follow yeah, like that black ain't Lord your father.